All right. Welcome to Endless Balls. My name is Ben Wager, and I'm with my co-hosts, Jose Swag and Jimmy Powers. And we're going to be talking about some wildcard weekend and a little college football national championship. Uh, we're going to open up with a little bit of a story from our good friend, Jimmy Powers. All right. So 1996, if you will, this is the original, the, the real Yankee Stadium. I was on my tour. I was in my um, second college of three and four years, Bloomsburg University. We used to go to Yankees games. I was somewhere right up about here and about six beers in. And if anybody, any of the three people that are listening ever went to a game at the original Yankee Stadium and were in the upper deck, pretty steep. I took a step out and took about 30 rows down, got some nice bruises. And um, yeah, that was a good time. That's it. How many, how many beers in were you on that fall? I think six. Wow. And, and what, inning? Were, what inning were you? Might have been bottom of the first. <laughs> six beers in, bottom of the first. Nice. That must have been some good batting practice. No idea who they played. No idea what the score was. But that's when they were starting to get really good. Derek Peter was a rookie. I remember that. That's about Oh, no, that was like 95. 96 95 96 i don't know i know it was 96 when this happened though yeah nice that's a good story man i i took my dad to uh the old stadium for uh roger clement's first game as a yankee that was a good that was a good day um good memory good memory i'm glad you remember yours (laughs) yeah yeah no we were we we had a few beers but we were we were all right uh all right, so let's uh, let's take let's talk some uh, wild card weekend. What do we what do we got up here first, Jose? All right, we got Colts at Bills. Uh, Bills are minus six and a half. You know, I'm I'm going to go with the the Bills six and a half all the way. I don't think um, I don't think that the Colts they've got a good defense. Uh, I will say that Buckner is got an ankle problem, so the that's a that's a huge factor when you're you're dealing with Josh Allen. If you can't get the full rush on him, he's, and he has that kind of time and he can, uh, he's, and he's certainly mobile enough to run around a, a defensive end with a bad ankle. So, um, and it looks like uh, Diggs is going to play. Uh, it looks like uh, Cole, is that his name? Cole? Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley. He's, he's coming back in. So he's going to have a lot of his weapons, uh, maybe even Brown. I'm not sure, but uh, I, th- I think minus six, minus six and a half is uh, that's bills all the way, man. I, I think that's a solid, it's going to be a solid win. I think it's going to be more than that. And rivers, he kind of a little bit of a choker in the playoffs. He's, he's got a losing record in the playoffs. So uh, taking in all these things, I think, you know, I, I would go with the bills in those points. What do you think, Jimmy? I'm going to go Bills also, and it has nothing to do with anything you just said. Uh, I'm going Bills strictly because they had a really good time dancing to You Can't Touch This at practice. If, if you haven't seen that video <laughs> going viral, it's pretty it's pretty good. Uh, I'd much rather have Josh Allen throwing footballs around to good receivers than dancing. I'll just leave it at that. But I'll take the Bills minus six and a half. Also, I will say River's not really a good cold weather quarterback. Not proven. Not a proven guy. You know, a little too comfortable down there in sunny San Diego. All right, what do we got next there? 
Jose? You got uh, Rams um, at Seattle. Seattle's minus three. Man, I was really disappointed with Seattle last week. I mean, they just didn't put together much of anything. And then they covered the spread with two minutes left, and they let the Niners go all the way down the field and score that TD. It just screwed up the cover, uh, screwed up all, all my bets on that game. And uh, I'm just not impressed with how they played. I don't think they're in a peak situation. Uh, and the Rams have a much better defense than those Niners. And uh, I think this kid, um, I, we're not sure who's playing. It could be, it could be Jared, but um, uh, it might not be. We're not sure. They're holding it till the right before the game, game time decision, which makes a it lot of sense. It usually means it'll be the back. Who's the backup? Uh, I think his name is, is it War, War, War something? I, I can't remember his name, but he's, he's pretty John much Wolford. a guy. Huh? Which John from? Wolford. John Wolford from the American Alliance of Football fame from two years ago, the quarterback of the Arizona Hotshots. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. And you know what? He managed that game last week. It wasn't a terrible It wasn't a terrible game. He managed well, I thought. Uh, and I just was so unimpressed with the Seahawks. I would go Rams plus three. Defense, de- defense might win this game. Not the Seattle defense, I'll tell you that, because I know that if Jamal Adams is playing, he's still not 100%. So, uh, and they just downgraded uh, Penny as a running back, which they're going to need a decent run game against the Rams. So, uh, okay, let me write that down. You're, you're sticking with Seahawks minus three, even with or without Goff? Yeah, yeah. I'm going I'm going with the underdogs, plus three, baby. Yeah, swag. It's Seahawks, Rams. Yeah, yeah, Rams plus three. Rams, swag. Right. Rams. Um, I need some assaults. Bucks minus eight at Washington. Interesting. You know, the Brady, the Brady factor always inflates these spreads, in my opinion. I don't think it's a plus eight spread. Uh, I think Washington is that defense is gonna pressure Brady, and it is not he's not gonna be the guy that you saw in the last couple of games putting up those huge points. I think he's gonna be running for his life. Uh, I think they are going to, they have a point to prove, especially with the Eagles kind of tanking last week. It makes it feel like the Washington team got a free pass and they're going to prove that they earned this. So I think they're, they've got a little chip on their shoulder. I am going Washington plus eight. And I think you're not going to see the same Brady that you saw because he is a different, he's a different quarterback when he's under heavy pressure. And Evans, yeah, his, Evans is not hundred percent. Throw pressure rate is really low. Uh, completion percentage, Jamie. Yeah, I, I'm going the same thing. I mean, same reasons Ben said. I think, uh, you know, Alex Smith wants to prove that he's more than just the comeback player of the year story. That that that, that he's actually got something left. Um, and that defense is good. I mean. Chase Young is gonna is gonna give Brady fits. Okay, so we're looking at one of the best, you know, on paper offensive talented teams of all time with the Buccaneers. Who has more to prove? Tom Brady, Alex Smith. I, I don't even agree with the first part of what you said. So the- <laughs> I know you don't. <laughs> but I mean, they got Mike Evans. They got I mean, they, they, they got an all-star team from five years ago. Yeah. 
Um, Godwin's pretty new. And Godwin and, Young. The other young tight ends hurt and out for the year, right? So it's Gronk. So, yeah, I mean, they got a bunch of old people. Evans, Antonio Brown, Leonard Fournette. Um, did they pick up Frank Gore? I mean, I, they might as well add him. So, um, are you are you thinking Washington's going to win? Are you taking them? Are you taking the money line? Uh, no, taking them with the points plus eight. What about you, Jamie? Points. Okay. But I would not be surprised if Washington wins. Dude, yeah, they're that defensive line. I would love to see Brady walking off the field crying. Yes. Yes, that would be good. Limping, limping off the field. I don't want to wish ill will, but but crying. Yeah, I want him to be bruised. I want him to be. This bruised. game, it's at Washington. Yeah, there's a they won the and let me they won the yeah. uh, the, the, the division. That's nuts. Um, I think Ravens. a useless statistic. I'm pretty sure isn't this is Tom Brady's first time ever in a wild card game. I don't know. I, I'm not sure that's true. I could have been making that up. Um, I think you're right. I think they missed it one year when they should have gotten into the wild card. They were close. They had like a nine or ten. But I will say that losing wild card uh, records uh, teams have done very well. They, even though they're losers, uh, win loss wise, they they've there's been quite a few advanced um, advancements in in those teams that had those losing records in the first round. Yeah, we have a seven and nine versus an eleven and five. And the Washington football team is in the worst conference. So it makes sense that actually they're actually going to win one. I mean, in a way, it makes sense. Well, I, you know, I think they match up well because Brady, like I said, it's a different game when he's under that kind of pressure. So, so uh, Ravens, so, I, need prove, I need to prove myself correct. He's played in the wild card round before, but it was always as a home team because they won the division. Okay. So he's never played in this wild card round mm. on the road. So I was partially right. Ravens Titans. Titans are plus three. It's enticing. I'm uh, I'm going with the underdogs. I'm going with the Titans plus yeah. three. Uh, they've had they have had the Ravens number since the playoffs last year. Um, they beat them twice this year. Uh, I think they know the formula. I don't. I'm not sure that Jackson's proven himself as a playoff um, quarterback. So, uh, you know, let Henry have that ball, keep that offense on the field and uh, work it out. Now I could be completely wrong, but I'm going plus three Titans and they're just, they, they know how to, they know how to beat Baltimore. Yeah. Same uh, again, different reasons. Mine's only because their coach, Still, what was that whole thing? He would cut off his appendage to win a Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. 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 So he's still – he's up there with Adam Gase in my book in terms of crazy head coaches that will do anything to win. So – I wonder what the public's on on this one. By the way, Atlanta is talking to Gase. Can you believe that? As head? I don't know. I don't know. But no, how crazy is that? He should be playing – you should go to that AF, AAFL uh, Arizona team, whatever, if that's still. <laughs> Hot shots, they're no more, but they had really cool uniforms. <laughs> I, I just, I'm looking up real quick just to see if I can find anything on the public. I, I bet the public's taking the Ravens, right? Minus three. Oh, yeah. Maybe no, the Ravens are favored. So, 
Um, so, and even, and listen, against the garbage that they've played in the last five games that they won, those were all garbage teams, and they put up great points. And But, I mean, those teams are chumps, and Titans have a real team. So Everyone on Twitter – well, okay, I'm seeing most people predict uh, Titans, but, you know, I think the Titans will put – okay, so, I'll, yeah, I'll write that. Titans – uh, plus three. Okay, so Bears, Saints, Bears are plus ten. Do you take the Saints minus ten double digits? I don't I, look. I, the Saints to me are their they, their offense is nearly as good as Green Bay's offense in my opinion. Their defense is better right now, playing better, and Chicago doesn't play good teams well. So I think minus ten is probably okay. Although I might have te- if I had a parlay, I'd tease that down. Um, if I were playing this for, but I think the saints win for sure. And they probably cover they're getting back some weapons. Michael Johnson. I think he's coming back. I think they got the running back. He had COVID, right? Or he was, had the scare. Yeah. Camaro tested positive. Yeah. But I think he's playing. I don't know what he's going to be like, you know, it depends on how bad he had it, but um, I just think, uh, you know, they got to shut down defense right now and they're a good team in Chicago. Look what they got crushed by Green Bay. I mean, it was embarrassing. All right. Jamie? Yeah, I'll take the Saints and the points, but I don't really like it. I mean, it's a big point spread. I got to take something. That's the rules, but I don't like it. I think it stinks. I think the Saints I said it in a parlay, I'd tease it down. Yeah, we'll do a, a tease parlay on that. Um, Browns plus six. Okay, the last I heard about the Browns is that their coach isn't going to be there. They got like four players that aren't going to. Who are the players? They're a mess. They're a mess. Do you stay they, away from this one though? They got. They, they got. No, man. You got. You can't stay away from playoff games. You got to take them all. <laughs> Steelers minus six sounds too good to be true. Well, you know, I think uh, you know, with a bunch of scrubs, they almost beat. They almost beat that team last week. So the Steelers. Yeah, uh, I think it came down to like a failed two point conversion for the tie, and they were playing all scrubs. Uh, I think a, a hyped up Pittsburgh team at home. Uh, I don't think I don't know if they're going to have anybody watching it in the stadium, but uh, Cleveland doesn't beat Cleveland's not beating Pittsburgh. I don't think you know. I think it's going to be. I think minus six is covered, uh, and they're banged up too. Miles Garrett isn't a hundred percent with the shoulder. Um, Sheldon. Although I, I just read Juju's out, I think. <laughs> My favorite thing on Twitter is people calling him doo-doo shit shooster. No, doo-doo shit poopster. I hadn't even seen that. All right. Well, he's crapped out for this game. Yeah, <laughs> I feel bad for Juju. Juju, I feel bad for him. He liked to do the, the little dance on the, the logo, and then he got knocked out. Then he said he wouldn't do it. I feel like his Juju has been taken from that. Um, you, you seriously, you won't be that because of my background. You won't. Welcome back to week 10 of Pep Talks with you guys. Earlier I did part one, but now we're doing part two. Listen, the more I think about it, I'm not scared of doo-doo shit, hoopster. I'm also not scared of Mason Poodle. And while we're talking about it, I'm not scared of Chase Clay Poop. And I'm also not scared of Big Ben Roethlis Turner. So listen, here's... Is that your friend Holly from... Hey, we need to get her on the pod. Oh, that's Commissioner Yaz. She was supposed to be our first guest. 
Oh, that's right. You know, I need to hit her up again. Um, yeah, well, make sure you send her this link. She's got a little screen time on with, with Jimmy. <laughs> uh, you know, it, we were going to have a great guest from Clemson. If Clemson would have won, I can't believe. I knew that, you know, I, I, I kept on saying Dabo is talking too much shit and it's going to come back to bite him. Do you think that Dabo, you know, just, just, just emasculating his opponent for the two weeks leading up to that game had anything to do with the, the outcome of that game? I do. Well, yeah. Man. I mean, I they, they got beat. They got <laughs> Justin, Justin Fields was possessed. And then after he got absolutely destroyed by, by Skalski, like they must have had they they had yeah. smelling salts in him intravenously. Yeah, like yeah, exactly. When they, they were inserting those rectally. I mean, okay, so here's my my hypothetical is they had motivation from last year. They lost last year. They had motivation from that. If if Clemson never, you know, if Clemson just does like, yeah, they should be in. They're they rank them four. They don't talk any shit about how they shouldn't be in. Do you think there's any different outcome? I don't know, man. From what I saw, that 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 was a perfectly executed game by Ohio. It was. was I don't think it. I don't think it was like a motivational miracle. Yeah. I think. Well, I think. You just played the, it. I mean, it didn't. It did. It added fuel to the fire. But did you see the video they were showing that um, Ryan Day had the score from last year's game on TVs in it, like everywhere in their football facilities. So, you know, like players would show up for the team breakfast first thing in the morning and the score was there. Then they would leave and they would go to the weight room for their team workouts and they'd walk in and they've got the the TV that normally would be like rotating things. No, it was just stuck on the score. So they I love that kind of stuff. Well, and did you hear like there's been and this is this uh, swag, this is right up your alley with conspiracy theories, but there were people saying that Ryan Day has had actually been game planning for Clemson all, all season. season because their Big Ten schedule was so cupcake. Yeah, that- no, I, I heard that. He probably was. And to be honest, that's why you have to take Bama. And I, what, what, have they changed the – when I took it last week, it was minus seven. You have to take Bama for so many reasons. Um, I think one of them is – Ohio State, that was their national championship, was beating Clemson. That's what they've been preparing for. That's what they've been thinking about. That's what they've been motivated for. I think Fields, he's got some stuff going on with his ribs. Uh, I, this, this Alabama team has so much talent. But then again, we said the same thing about USC in, what was that, like 2005, when USC had like Lindell White, Reggie Bush, Matt Lyonar, you know, all these – playmakers but like what Alabama has on their team right now for an Ohio State team that just had an emotional win and what that's that's their national championship in my opinion and I'm not like you know I don't speak on their behalf but I just don't see how they can bounce back and play at that same level against Bama um the current line is nine mine's at eight okay so they moved it so it was seven now it's eight um DraftKings is at minus nine I got minus eight. So um, it's an ugly line, but yeah, I mean, it's, I'm going to, I'm going to bet the the under. Yeah. 75 and a half. It's going to be, they're going to play conservative, a little more ball control since both of these are power offenses. 
So I think it's going to, I think they're going to tighten up and it's going to. That's a tough one to say because you have two great quarterbacks on both sides of the ball and you have a ton of offensive playmakers, Ohio state, I don't know. So that's a, that is a high under over. I don't know. Is it though? 75. So a score prediction would be like what? 40, 40, like 35 to 30. 40, 35. You think, what do you think the score is going to be? You think it's going to be. Like, man, I, I, I bet this one goes 40 to 36 like, and it hits the over. I, don't know. I would say away from the over under, but I'm definitely taking, I'm, I'm taking the under and I'm taking a couple props. I'm going to go uh, turnovers over 1.5. I think I, I feel good about that. I think there's going to be a couple high pressure situations uh, and there's going to be at least one turnover per side, I'm guessing. And then I'm going to take first quarter Bama 0.5. I like that. I think Bama comes out hot. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, the numbers, the statistics show that Ohio's a slow starting team. They get yeah. good in the second quarter, but and Bama is a fast starting team. So I'm, I, I think that first quarter uh, 0.5 Bama is a good, it's a good bet. Yeah, and then I see minus five for the first half. I'm not touching the half, but I'll take the quarter. I wonder if Waddle Waddle's game time. Uh, even if he's in the game, he's a he's a decoy. I don't. I mean, he hasn't. He's going to be cold. He's... So uh, going switching back real quick before we go to our endless balls of the week. Um, so we got all these wild card games. Uh, ben, who's your future on? If you're going to take a future on a team right now. Um, I don't think I, don't, I think Washington has might get past if I mean if they just slaughter Brady they might beat him. I, I think Green Bay's got a lock. So I don't know, man. That's a tough call. I I think the Bills and the Chiefs are going to be in the championship series. So. Okay. Yeah, Bills are plus five sixty six. Chiefs plus two hundred. Um, uh, you know, I, I don't think the Steelers can do it, but uh, who knows if they rise suddenly but i don't i don't know it, it'll i don't see the titans getting there so yeah i got buffalo chiefs nfc i got green bay saints i don't know jimmy what do you think yeah I, I mean i'm i'm right there with what the odds makers say i mean i think afc bills chiefs i could i mean i could see the bills went beating the chiefs the chiefs i've watched them quite a few the they're not playing complete football games. And I know they hit their peak a little bit before the playoffs last, you know, and they, they kept going, they haven't looked good. So I I'll say bills. And then I know everybody's talking about the saints defense and all of that kind of stuff. I don't think they're that good. Who's in the, who's in the NFC championship game. I'll still say pack Packers saints, but Packers beat them. And then in the super bowl, Aaron Rodgers gets the best of the, the younger Josh Allen and the pack win the Super Bowl. All right, I'm gonna put futures on the pack, the bills, just for fun. One of these futures on these like just ridiculous plus like uh, like the bucks are like plus 800. But I'm so tempted to put down. This is why I lose money <laughs> because I'm so tempted. Like Tennessee's at plus 1500 for the steel. I have one on the Steelers already. They're at plus 950. So let me look at this. That's just for their conference. The Steelers could win a Super Bowl. Swag. Yeah, you put someone there. Yeah, you put a hundred bucks on the Steelers. It pays out a thousand on on this one. Don't do that. Don't do not put a hundred dollars on the Steelers to, to win. This. <laughs> well, um, if, they can, if they can inject Roethlisberger with whatever they injected Justin Fields with, he might be yeah. all right. 
but you know they will and he had a bye week and well, he you know yeah he didn't play against the browns so he usually comes back well against the week off um come out like, running like lamar jackson sunday night <laughs> by the time they get to the super bowl he's gonna be like he's gonna have a broken leg a broken arm a broken neck he's still he's still gonna be out there playing that's what what we need to market swag we need jose swags rectal smelling salts <laughs> from when your nose is all stopped up yeah my uh endless balls of the week goes to two i have two of them one is south carolina so south carolina let me get it up they uh what they do so they they went after a couple of arkansas coaches so i took that personally they're they're putting together their coaching staff they come they get one of our guys then they try to get our strength and conditioning coach and those are the coaches that spend the most time with the players and we have a really good one he goes and visits and we all thought his name, his name's Jamil Walker. We all thought he was going over there. And so South Carolina starts getting cocky. He turns the job down, stays at Arkansas, South Carolina then goes after, they think they have this all-star staff put together. They thought they're going to get Jamil Walker. They thought they're going to get Mason as defensive coordinator or Zach Arnett. Uh, then everything collapsed. Walker left Bobo um, and his guy, his offensive lineman coach, they were going to go to South Carolina. They went to Auburn. Then Tracy Rocker, who uh, they were hiring, went to the NFL. And Arnett, their backup DC, is probably going to go to Texas. So they lost basically their entire staff they thought they were going to get. So their head coach is starting over from scratch. Um, they're trying to poach too many coaching staffs. My second endless balls is uh, Twitter. Twitter just banned Trump. And... Uh, <laughs> You got man, Trump cannot be happy. It's got to be hilarious to be a fly on the wall in whatever room he's in. Um, so those are my two for the week. Not too exciting, Jamie. Ben, what you guys got? I got, I mean, my mine's probably a little bit it, two of them are, are probably pretty obvious. Number one, uh, Alex Smith. I know he's comeback player of the year, but it takes endless balls to have your leg totally mangled. And, and like put back together and um, come back to play football for a horrible team and end up the starting quarterback and albeit a losing record still win the division. So there are some endless balls. My second is we've talked about them a lot, but Justin Fields, uh, I don't care how good this, the, the rectum salts were or the cortisone shots, like my, my boy got hit and something had to break. And he still came out and kept playing. And then not only that, but he doesn't want to tell on his team or anything like that for whatever they did. So he just said, oh, no, I'm fine. It's got a minor injury. Well, did they diagnose you with anything? Oh, no, nah, there's nothing wrong. So endless balls for totally just being a team player. And uh, he's got to be pretty jacked up. And we'll see how he, how he looks Monday night. It's a football guy move. Ben? It's like an old school football. You don't see that anymore. It's an old school football guy move. So my endless balls is uh, not celebratory at all. Uh, it, it, it's, it was a true endless balls move. And it goes to Doug Peterson, the coach of the Philadelphia Eagles, for tanking his game against the Washington football team so that he could get the sixth round draft pick instead of the ninth round draft pick. And let me tell you something that took a lot of balls to just decide to bench your stud and put in some total, just absolute schlub of a backup who hasn't been in a real game 
and uh, and he showed it. I mean, he, I think he he had three turnovers and two series or three series. I mean, he was he was horrible. And uh, you know, the the lineman, you got to have a lot of social skills with your players to tank that, obviously. And it took a lot of balls, to, I think, to do it. So, see, I, I salute I Doug this, Peterson. I I perceive this as sour grapes. I think deep down, you wish Gase would have followed through with tanking. But he was—he sucks. The Jets suck so bad they can't even tank properly. I don't, but they I don't, should. I don't, how do you, how did you tie this back to the Jets? I mean, yes, they both were green. Well, we've been talking about this concept. I've been like, the Jets should tank, and you're like, no, they shouldn't. And I don't understand why you're anti-tanking when it makes, in the broader scheme of things, it's better for the program. Look, in the last game of the season, I think I, I don't agree that he did it either. I, I just took. I think it just took a lot of balls to do it. That's all. Well, that's, he, all he, that's what I'm giving him. I'm just saying that it took a lot of balls to do that because. That was a, just a, a really obvious tank move. And, Do you uh, think that New York should have tanked to get the first? How pick? would they? How would New York tank? I mean, they, they should have lost. Uh, they they should bench. They were going to bench <laughs> bench Darnold and, and put in Joe Flacco. That's no guarantee that that's a tank move. What, well, didn't Philadelphia also like take out their offensive lineman starters? Like you? Could no, just... they left their linemen in, and they were pissed because they were trying. Here's they the other part that I don't know that they talked much about, if at all, about this. Not only was he tanking the game, but when he put Nate Sudfield in, that was the third string quarterback. Nate Sudfield wasn't even good enough to make Washington's practice squad. And so he was, he was a former Washington player and was waived by them back in 2017. And he's been a a bench player on the Eagles and so there, it, there was even deeper than that, like this guy that they, they even... chose not to dress Wentz out, so he wasn't even an option. Oh, dude, that's what that's what Gay should have done with Flacco. Gay should have played Frank Gore at quarterback. Yeah, well, you you know they you know they tanked when they called that blitz against Oakland. You know that was a tank. So why didn't they? If you're going to do that, follow through with it. The that next wasn't a years. tank. That was a bad Greg call. They got the defensive coordinator fired. Greg Williams thought he could get the quarterback swag. That's that's having endless balls <laughs> no. in the house. Let's them all. All right. So we don't have what's going on tomorrow. Is there? There's no. Is, I guess there's college basketball. Well, no. So there's three football games. It would be NFL tomorrow. Oh yeah, that's right. They have uh, the two it's games. Triple, triple headers both days, baby. That's right. That's right. My bad. Um, what games are tomorrow? Let me check real quick. <laughs> you went through them with us. The first three in the order that you went through them, the first three are tomorrow. All right, Bills, Rams, Washington. Did you get those smelling salts delivered to him yet? Jesus. Yeah, it's getting late. What's the parlay out of these six games? Take all six or which three of these? You know, I like my underdog parlay. Uh, That's got some big returns if you hit it. Right. Rams. Uh, Rams, Titans. Titans, Washington. Yeah. Yeah. that, well, that's that, got big returns only if you like take the money line. No, even with the uh, even even with the points, it, I think it's a good you know with those three in there together. That's 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 going to get you over plus four hundred. I think. All right, guys, take care, and hopefully we still have a country next week. <laughs> Endless balls, baby.